Get Animated, the anime watch-along podcast with the hosts of Get Played. I'm self-proclaimed old hag, Heather Ann Campbell. I'm self-proclaimed old hag, Nick Weiger. And I'm self-proclaimed old hag, Matt Apodaca. Hello, everyone. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Get Animated, Guys. What's up, you old hags? Yeah, what's, what's up, up, old hags? We, uh... How's everybody's back? <laughs> Bad. I'm an old hag. Yeah, not good. <laughs> I wonder what the legit, I wonder if that's the legit translation of that moment or if there is like some uh, English, English yeah. like phrase that would have, because I mean, I wonder if it would be like if somebody called me an old hag. Right. Or if there's something like old bitch. That's just like a little, a little more like, uh, yeah, uh, colloquial, colloquial, old bitch, you old bitch, <laughs> this little yeah. kid just being he's always like, calling you an old, you bitch. old bitch, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> um, Papa around the house says you're an old bitch. <laughs> um, the, the uh, it is hag in both translations that I, I watch both yeah. the Netflix and then the the DVD and like yeah they 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 say hag I think they maybe just say old hag in one of them but they definitely say hag in both yeah it's it's old hag hag whatever uh, I want to start today's episode by talking a little bit about the uh, the Hakone Japan uh, mm. because this these episodes. Um, make a little bit more of a meal of the fact that this whole show, Tokyo three is located in Hakone and it's not where Tokyo is. Tokyo is sunk. Uh, Hakone is farther up in the mountains. Uh, it is in re the real world, uh, sort of a hot springs resort, uh, mm. forested area. Mm -hmm. And I've been a few times and they make a, they, of course I have. Uh, and they, <laughs> they make a real meal of, Eva makes a meal of it being in Hakone, and then Hakone makes a meal of Eva having been set there. Oh, so cool. there is a uh, an Evangelion store in Hakone. Uh, there is all there were, when I was there last, which was obviously pre pandemic. Um, all the vending machines had Nerve logos on them, so you felt kind of like you were wandering around inside cool. of the show in some way. Mm -hmm. um, and then they also have like special events like concerts or, or whatever, but but there's a, a real mutual embrace of that area. And if you're ever in, if you're a, first, all right, let's go through the ladder of ifs. Mm -hmm. If you're ever uh, allowed back in Japan and you have the yes. financial capacity to be able to travel and you go to Tokyo and have the ability to take a train somewhere else and you love the podcast and you love Evangelion, you should go to Hakone. Uh, it's truly magical and very, you know, like when, I, when air is so moist and like, uh, there's like so much humidity, but it's not oppressive that it just yeah. has this like heavy, healthy feeling. I think you're that talking was, about water, but yes, I think that's water. <laughs> I've been swimming before. So yeah, I get yeah. that. Um, <laughs> yeah. So it just feels really healthy night. up there. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I actually don't know that because I think the, the, the tropical climes I've been in have all been oppressively hot. Mm -hmm. Like, I, yeah, I've been, like, like Florida or, you know, um, I mean, I guess I'm just thinking of Florida, but like, I, but the, 
that that is really interesting. Like the idea of someplace being very humid and also very temperate. What about what about like the Pacific Northwest? Like that's kind of the okay, energy okay. that you can that you can feel like that like that wet leaves mountains feeling. That's that's sort of the energy of although you know now it's probably 110 degrees every yes. day and uh, on fire. The yes. earth is yeah. literally burnt. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They haven't had autumn there in a long yeah. time. <laughs> yeah. uh, I like that. That's an apocalyptic touchstone in this episode. Yeah. But yeah. There's no autumn. <laughs> they yeah. say it more well, than once. So like, yeah, yeah. miss autumn. <laughs> uh, I got to say well, uh, the, the T-shirts that are available at the Evangelion store, all of the seasons except summer are crossed out. Like it's uh, oh, winter, spring, great. summer, wow. fall, and all, everything but summer is crossed out because the earth was thrown off its access in second impact. And so there's only summer now. Yeah. It's fucking great. And you didn't even, the earth didn't even need to be thrown off its axis for that to happen. <laughs> yeah. Could have just waited 20 years. <laughs> uh, I was going to say uh, over the weekend, I happened to walk by like a, like toy store. Uh, but it was like a specifically like an anime like types toy store. And I was mm. like, happened to, Mm-hmm. And walked by are both suspicious to me in this. I, it wasn't on purpose. It was just like I was I was walking like in like a it was uh, I won't dox myself where I was, but I was like uh-huh. in an air, area. It was like a shopping center. <laughs> and it, I, was, I was walking from one place to another. The other being my car so I could leave. Sure. Um, and on my way to my car, I saw a toy store that was like an anime toy store. And never in my life I've been more excited to walk into a, a toy store. I was like, wow, look, it's like stuff I sort of like vaguely recognize now. Um, <laughs> and I, but I was disappointed that there wasn't a, a lot of uh, or any really uh, Evangelion uh, like representation or like uh, things for me to buy. But it's also probably good because I would have bought it all. I would have just bought all the stuff. Uh, so but it was exciting to go see uh, some some toys. I've heard gatekeepers in the anime community uh, that have referred to a show like Evangelion and a lot of the other anime that, you know, I'm familiar with because it's stuff that I watched in the 90s and the 2000s when I was more engaged in it uh, as grandpa anime. Hmm. I'm just like, oh, it's interesting that anime has been has been along enough for enough time that there are now like. There, there's like generational divides between yeah. like 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 that's that's what the anime my dad used to watch. I watched Demon Slayer. What's for the this one's for the old hags. <laughs> <laughs> but I wonder if that has something to do with the the you know I've, I've probably the merch that they have there is you know Attack on Titan and and uh, stuff that's a little bit more contemporary. Yeah, it was stuff like that. Yeah, like yeah. your Demon Slayer, your your uh, your Full Metal Alchemist, that kind of stuff. I can't wait as long. I don't know if I've said it on the show or not, but like one of my favorite manga in the last couple of years has been Chainsaw Man. Mm-hmm. And I can't fucking wait until Chainsaw Man m- merch is showing up in these like mall toy stores. <laughs> it's a dude with a chainsaw for a face. It's fucking, uh, it's great. That's not what I was expecting at all. I was expecting it <laughs> yeah. to be his limbs because that's what you no, use it for. Well, also, yeah. Yes, that that is also true. His arms are chainsaws and his head is a chainsaw. Oh, so he's, he's a chainsaw, chainsaw man. He's chainsaw man. Okay, I see. <laughs> great. Appropriate name. The, the, uh, is, because that one ha- doesn't have an anime adaptation yet. Is it's that coming. correct? It's in the it's works? Ca- it's yeah. got a trailer and, and that trailer is lush. Ooh, oh. it's got a smoothness and like a, you can see the money in the production. You're like, oh, they know this is going to be a hit, so they're really giving it the care. 
I, I'm going to seek this it. out after uh, because you're, what you're describing to me is nothing is not unlike uh, Pyramid Head in my head. This sounds like a nightmare. <laughs> yes, it sounds like it hurts. But he's it the hero. Like, but he's good. Okay. Well, you know, he's, in some ways, so is Pyramid Head. <laughs> he's good in the way that all anime protagonists are like on the edge of killing everybody, yes, which is always right. like the main jeopardy in these shows. It's like, oh, Naruto's great. He's so optimistic, but he's got a monster inside of him. Uh, <laughs> like <laughs> this guy used to be a murderer, but now he claims he's in it for good. Uh, th- th- that's the yeah. Shinji's driving an Eva and at any moment it could he could lose control of it and it could kill everyone on Earth. Right. Um, these two episodes are really, really dense. And yes. I don't, I'm not quite sure how to tackle it. Like I, I, we can talk about the plot, you know, going into, uh, into, into these two episodes are, are 21 and 22, correct? Yes. That's yes. what we're reviewing today. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, episodes 20, episode 21's title is, uh, the birth of nerve and title two is he was aware that he was still a child. This episode is about. Uh, the aftermath of uh, Shinji sort of in, ingesting the angel and uh, the head parent company of Nerve, known as Seal, uh, demanding an investigation. Kaji uh, offering up Fuyutsuki to Seal for interrogation. And because Kaji has now stepped over the the, the permissible boundary of being a double agent, um, Misato is taken into uh, a holding because of her relationship with Kaji. Mm-hmm. Um, right. The episode is primarily Fuyutsuki's memories of the creation of uh, the 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 nerve as a whole, his relationship to Gendo and his relationship to Gendo's wife, Yui. Uh, And it's so full of reveals. It's huge. It's gigantic. It is a just 21 is gigantic and 22 is also gigantic. Yeah. Not, not just dense, like you said, but also like long. These are longer than normal episodes. Yeah. Just it's like a to- it's like one of those those big Toblerones you get at the airport. Yeah, at the just duty like free that. Store. Yeah, just like that. When I eat a Toblerone, yeah. I'm like, fuck, this is like episode 21 of Evangelion. Yeah, I'm agree. like, this is like a steak dinner. I better put some of this away. It's huge. <laughs> I've seen I've seen Nick Weiger eat a Toblerone like a snake swallowing a <laughs> gopher. <laughs> Hands free. Yeah, all the triangles in his neck. <laughs> the 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 so one thing I do want to ask you, Heather, yeah. uh, if you have any context for this, because these are two episodes that are. There are director's cuts available, and that's yes. what we watched. Yes. Do you know offhand in, in episode 21 what the, the key differences are of the director's cut and what originally aired? So the big the big difference is that that, uh, that teaser where you hear Gendo and Fyutsuki talk, or Gendo and the chairman of SEAL talking about uh, the sort of the Adam, and you see this sort of like CRT static footage of yes. the second impact, that's new okay uh that that's a big new thing and there's also a moment and these are just off the top of my head so i'm i'm sure i'm missing a few others uh there's a moment where um 
Oh, where uh, Fuski's on a houseboat and he's sort of like a, a medical advisor in like a devastated community post second impact. That's a new scene. Sort oh, of like cool giving, scene. like, it's a great scene. It's a great yeah, really scene. Really cool. And it's also like characters. It's like, oh, what we need here is to be like, what kind of person is Fiutsky and what is he doing and how can we illustrate that, that, that his moral compass to the audience? Mm-hmm. Um, there's also a significant edit to, uh, and since you're listening to the podcast, it, you, you, you just should know, uh, to the death of Kaji. Mm hmm. Mm, I read and about this. That significant difference is that in the original version of the show, you edit from Kaji's death by an anonymous figure directly to Misato's name on her on her door. Mm. And what the director was trying to do is to is to demonstrate like the impact of this moment is going to affect this character the most. But instead, the fans interpret it as. Oh, Misato, who's held a gun to Kaji's head previously, was the one who was forced to kill her boyfriend. Mm. And that is not the case. Yes. So he yeah, changed my up. Head. Yeah, he changed up the edit so that you no longer because the first time I saw it on VHS a million years ago, I was like, oh, my God, Misato killed Kaji. Like there was I, there was just what the what the screen was telling me. Yeah, um, I'd want a beer after that, too. Yeah, I want a beer after they killed Kenny. Oh my god. They killed Kaji. You bastards. <laughs> You're whispering because you 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 know that it's bad. You Respect know that it's hurting. Hurt, it's physically hurting me. Okay. And that's why you're whispering because you can't you can't even bring yourselves to do it anymore. You can see it on my face. Stan's mom's a bitch. <laughs> I don't know. What you know? What's funny is that there, one of uh, I think it was the one of the directors of uh, Evangelion ends up making a show FLCL very shortly after Eva, and FLCL has a an extended South Park parody with South Park animation in it. Wow! Oh, and I it comes see like that. right after. <laughs> sounds great. I don't. Here's the thing about you know just a little peek behind the curtain here. I don't even really like South Park. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is that a peek? I didn't. Yeah. I didn't know that the curtain was closed on that. Out, yeah, but no. I've never it probably been like, seemed like uh, you know. I just did these loving impressions of these you know characters. Right. I don't care for it. It's too raunchy for me. You're more Cleveland show guy. Yeah. Well. Yeah. American Dad. But yeah. <laughs> uh, the the that's a that's interesting context, and that actually is seems like a uh, that makes a lot of sense to make that yeah. change because I would have yeah. the same thing. And when we get if we get to. <laughs> episode 21 in this, or 22 in this show, uh, then I'll, I can also off the top of my head sort of re- try and remember the changes uh, between the director's cut and the original cut. Uh, but, so... The first sequence you mentioned, by the way, is the is a cold open, which the show yeah. does not normally have. Startled. Yeah. So that's already yes. a format break, yeah. Yeah. Uh, we're getting into it. We're it's, getting into it's it. It's the Evangelion of Evangelion. Fucking in format it. Format breaking flashbacks, dense story mode. Uh, we, you know what else is weird about this show is that like when I saw it, it all took place in the future and now it all takes place in the past. That's right. such a strange thing because dates and title cards are so prevalent in this episode. And when I saw it in like 97, 98 or whatever, and it was like 1999, I was like, okay, 
this is what's going to happen. And now mm-hmm. I'm like, none of that happened. Right? I guess. Would have been uh, cool. Since I don't know how it ends, you can't really answer this yet. Uh, but at the end of when we're done with this, I'm going to ask you if you think that the future they predicted was better or <laughs> our current future is better. <laughs> so just have that in the back of your mind. Yeah. Yeah. You got it. Um, so, uh, Fiyutsuki's being interrogated by SEAL, uh, not the Human Instrumentality Committee. So SEAL is like obviously a large body of officials who have subcommittees that are dedicated to specific projects, whether that be the Evangelions, the Control and Command of Nerve, or the uh, the Human Instrumentality Project. But he's talking to like the board. Uh, and he remembers that uh, he met this uh, bioengineering student named Yui Ikari, uh, which is fucking rad because you that's the the reveal that Gendo took his wife's name. Yes. Yes. Like when she's named Ikari, you're like, oh shit, this dude loved this woman enough, in theory, if he's capable of love, whatever yes. the mystery box of his character is, that he took her name when they were married. But she um she's a brilliant, uh, a brilliant student, and you get this sort of hint of not romantic, it, it is a romantic tension, I think, but from you, Fuyutsuki towards Yui in this episode because he expresses disappointment when it, it turns out that she's found somebody to be in a relationship with. It's sure. that sort of, that, that you know, gross professor-student, but there's like tension thing happening between them. Yeah. Uh, but he also respects her. Yeah. Um, we, uh... We meet uh, Gendo, who's uh, Gendo uh, Rokubungi, and he is in jail, right? Yes. Yeah, for getting uh, in like a bar fight. For getting in a fucking bar fight. Uh, <laughs> and uh, and Fiyutsuki bails him out. Uh, and you get like this, this sense of like, Gendo was busted before anything happened to him mm-hmm. like he was he was abandoned and hated by his family or or his relationships are all frustrated and broken so once his relationship to his wife falls apart through her death of course he's going to return to those habits of cutting people off including his own son mm-hmm. um you get uh <laughs> you 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 also get that Fiyutsuki's like I'm not sure how much of this was love or how much of it is that Gendo is Gendo wants to exploit Yui's relationship to Seal, who is financing all of her biomechanical engineering research. Like there's a moment where he's like, I don't know if if Gendo likes this chick or if he's like ladder climbing to Seal or if it's this complicated mixture of both. Well, well, that's that was that was one reading I had of him taking on her surname, which is that if she does have this proximity to power and he is using her in a pre- this relationship in a purely opportunistic way, that's one way he can further signal his connection to her is by taking her last name. So, but I don't. Yeah, know. maybe it's, um, it might be both. But all this is taking place in 1999, and then. Uh, you see the title card and it's like the year 2000 and second impact the year 2001 and Fuzuki's like, it was hell. Yes. It was hell. Uh, and then, uh, you catch up with him post apocalypse 
and he is uh he's he's like a UN medical worker, right? Like he's like yeah. a he's 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 doing like a makeshift clinic uh and he is contacted by a government agent on behalf of Gendo who wants him to join up with uh, Gendo outside of Antarctica. Um, which Fuyutsuki does because he is, um, he's curious, uh, and he wants to, he wants to know the truth. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, but he also, (laughs) he also is like, you were in Antarctica and you left right before everything happened. Like you. Yeah. Fuyutsuki's relationship to Gendo has always been one of suspicion. Like what's your actual intention? What is your motive? Uh, but also perhaps, perhaps exploiting Gendo's relationship to power to achieve whatever Fuyutsuki's ends are, or maybe just trying to rein him in, in some way to protect Yui. Who knows? Um, I, I just, can I just generally talk about the structure of this episode, which is yeah. so centering it on uh, up until what now was a peripheral character. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. such an interesting narrative choice. To sort of be like, we're going to have, this isn't going to be the, the Gendo flashback episode. This will be the Fuyutsuki, uh, uh flashback episode. And so we'll have him kind of be the, uh, you know, the Forrest Gump of this situation who's who's traveling through all these different, you know, scenarios and, and, and uh, in interacting with either past iterations of the characters that we know or, you know, characters who aren't around anymore. I think I think part of that is that Fuyutsuki is most likely to be an, ob- a, an objective storyteller. Like sure. he has the least, like if, if Gendo was telling this story, he'd be like, I met the woman of my dreams. There was nothing wrong with me. Yes. And then I lost everything when she died. Yes. But with Fiyutsuki, he could be like, this dude was in jail when I met him. And there was some weirdness. Like he's a, he's, he's a great storyteller for this history because we are more likely to trust it. Yeah. Gendo would be going off and on about, roads and like what the meaning of humanity is <laughs> we build cities for cowards to, to, to huddle in um the the so the the the, the thing that I, the other thing i was going to say is that and i think this is just like about the the series as a whole and this episode in particular drills it down which is just like when it's talking about seal it, it has a real knack for talking about you know bureaucracy and you know uh, the the levers of power and the often faceless in this case literally faceless yes uh, you know technocrats who make the world turn and and actually ha- like like hold any sort of you know uh, power here so like I I love all the talk about seal I love that it's all that it's still so opaque exactly yeah. what what the hell's going on because that's really how you know a lot of the sh- a lot of shit in the real world works yeah yeah and I I do think that the people who find Evangelion distasteful or they don't like it are looking for direct to camera answers. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, and I don't mean this in any way. Like, I don't think either way of telling a story is, uh, deserves a sort of primacy over the other. Like, it's just that some, some stories are Marvel structures where it's like, this guy's a bad guy and that guy's a good guy, but maybe they're good and bad or they're flipped at one point. And you know everybody's motivations and you know like what like, oh, this organization is bad and this organization is good, mm-hmm. but maybe has some questionable ethics. And that's as dense as the sort of um bureaucracy gets. Yeah. And then with this, it's like 
man, you 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 kind of have to watch the show more than once to really take in just whose relationship is like what the dynamics are between these power structures. And that's what makes it feel right. Real. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. This, this episode sort of was like, um, like obviously like they used flashback to tell stories. So like, this is like a big reason why I thought this, but like this episode to me felt like an episode of lost Mm. kind of, where it was (laughs) just very much like, even with like that kind of tone, like it just felt like a very different type of episode to me. Um, Like learning yeah. about things that like learning about characters. Also, I was like, this is like Neon Genesis Evangelion, Evangelion generations because we're seeing uh, these mm. younger characters and we're seeing uh, like so it was kind of fun, uh, fun in that way, but uh, horrific sure. otherwise. Uh, just like yeah. uh, just a very scary. Uh, <laughs> uh, those monoliths were really uh, such cool design. Like the sci-fi in this episode, some really good just like technology, yeah. some great stuff. Yeah, it's I know that. The monoliths themselves are sort of like two two thousand and one yes. references, but I've ne- like see- seeing a a meeting where you're talking to a bunch of monoliths. I mm-hmm. don't think I've seen previous no. to this. No, and I'm so jealous when I see stuff like that in a show where I'm like, "Fuck, that's a new thing." And they're voice modded too. Like yeah. so, like they're extra anonymous. <laughs> yeah. Um. So we we uh, back to the show. Um, Misato's in her jail cell and she has a flashback. Like she's, she's waiting to be let go when they figure out what's going on with Kaji. Uh, and we tell her flashback through the perspective of Fyutsuki. So it's also his flashback. And we learn that after second impact, Misato didn't talk to anybody for a long time in a, She's like in a psychiatric observational booth. Um, didn't talk period. She's referred yeah. to as a phasic. Yeah. Inability to uh, speak. But later it's like she becomes extremely talkative and there's like a moment where somebody references like maybe she's making up for lost time. Right. Yeah. Uh, like for how little she spoke in those like catatonic years. An unnecessary roast. They didn't yeah. have to do that to, to her. To, yeah. Like if I if I knew that about either of you guys, I wouldn't be like, oh, the, the reason he tells jokes like this is because he was alone for th- six years. Like, you would I, say, I just keep that to myself. You would say, oh, I wish it would happen again. <laughs> <clears throat> um, so, uh, Fuyutsuki has done some investigation. Uh, while all that's happening, by the way, Fuyutsuki becomes aware that Seal is sort of beginning to structure narrative on a public-facing side. Mm-hmm. Like, what happened in Second Impact? How much information? Like they are the gatekeepers of all of the truth uh, that the public can receive while all of these apocalyptic events are happening. Um, and when he digs in and finds out about how the Dead Sea Scrolls are basically a battle map for the future, he's like, "I'm going to go public with this shit to Gendo." He's like, "I don't, I don't care about what you think you're doing or who you think you're protecting," mm-hmm. and instead. Uh, Gendo is like, why don't you work with me? Like, instead of doing that, why don't you work with me uh, and Ritsuko's mom uh, and start this project that we're doing, which is essentially the Evangelion project in its prototypical stage. Yes. Um, And uh, he talks about this giant of light 
uh, which he refers to as Adam, uh, that second impact was caused by this being that he has called Adam mm-hmm. uh, and that they are making an Evangelion based on this, the DNA, the structure of Adam itself. Uh, and that Fudski is welcome to join in a new era of humankind. And Fudski agrees. I can't be the only person that's this dumb where it took this episode and them just telling us to connect Adam and Eva, right? Like, I can't, yeah. like, that. that's like, I'm sure there's a lot of people who've watched this show and the same thing, ah, oh, f- of course. That's what it's <laughs> called that. I, I had a similar reaction, where, except I did notice it, but I was like, yeah. ah, it's probably just a coincidence. And I was like, oh, I guess it's not. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and then, like, the idea of, uh, like, w- what Gendo said to uh, Fuyutsuki, uh, mm-hmm. after, I would just, like, n- never agree to that. I'd be like, are you fucking kidding me? No, I'm not going to usher in. A, you want me to usher in a new what? No. <laughs> <laughs> this one sucks anyway. Like, <laughs> uh, So uh, we get to the year 2005. Uh, Mitsu, Mitsato and Ritsuko meet in college, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, Ritsuko writes her mom and tells her about this new friend that she made and the aforementioned making up for lost time by talking all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're getting, everybody is becoming aware that all of their destinies are sort of intertwined by their proximity to Seal, Nerve, Adam, and the Evas, mm-hmm. that Ritsuko's mom is is the head of this project, and Misato's dad was on this expedition. That there, that there's perhaps a kettling involved by people more powerful, mm-hmm. uh, and um, she also says that uh, that Misato has a new boyfriend named Kaji, and they they fucked for a week, and so right. Misato just skipped class. Um, this is a, I like that. That rocks. Good, good on them, those little yeah, rabbits. that's great. Go for yeah, it. Get, get to hey, it. You're young. But, you should, that's all you should be doing. Mm-hmm. You lived through the apocalypse. Yeah. Fucking well. jam it in there. Yeah. You heard of the second impact? How about the third, Squish? Oh. <laughs> Ew. Fu- what? <laughs> impact and Squish? <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> no. My mom listens to this show. <laughs> I was just kidding. It's not real. <laughs> uh, so, um, Ritsuko seemed to have an opinion about this, though. Oh, yeah. She's, well, she's, you can tell by the kind of person that her mom is mm-hmm. that Ritsuko has some kind of um, disconnection to other people. Like, she's, she's, she's a, uh, She's more of she's damaged like everybody mm-hmm. in the show, but she finds it sort of distasteful that Masato would do this. Yeah. Um, and that's either her own. And I don't mean this with judgment. I mean, mm-hmm. this is like a character trait, her own prudishness, like her own like her yeah. own uh, vulnerability issues. Um, or it could just be that she's like. A scientist. And, like, sees everything through the lens of, like, science and sees Misato and Kaji as a kind of social experiment. She, she, calls, him, she, she calls him a frivolous man. 
which I think is maybe could 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 tie into what you're the the sciencey aspect of, yes. of just yeah. sort of like, you know, there's no substance yeah. to this guy, but there actually is. Yeah, I, yeah, I wasn't sure if yeah, there is substance to him. Uh but I was wondering if it was like a if if maybe like if Ritsuko was like maybe like sort of jealous of Kaji in like a sort of like romantic way toward Misato, but I I don't know if that was something that I you know read into too much maybe. Hmm. I'm the, jealous of Kaji. Um, fucking hot. Yeah, yeah, me too. Cool as hell. Got cool hair. Yeah. Yeah, but if you saw his hair in real life, you'd be like gross. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I might try it. Uh, <laughs> I think the next scene, the 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 scene that we see next with mm-hmm. Yutsuki and y- Yui in Hakone Lakeside, two thousand three. Uh, she's brought along her son Shinji. This scene is referenced multiple times from Shinji's point of view throughout the show. Mm-hmm. Like you see, like this sort of like um, washed out aesthetic in his memory of this moment. Um, even though it's very limited memory. Like, he's like, I remember my mom. She was smiling, like, all that stuff. Um, and uh, Fiyutsuki's like, third impact's going to happen in 10 years. You don't have to be involved in this anymore. And she's like, no, I want to be involved. Mm. I want to be a part of this activation experiment with the EVA. Uh, I I don't care why SEAL is doing it. I think I think there are good reasons to do this. She's like this voice of optimism. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the next year in 2004, this proto-nerve agency known as Gehirn, uh, which then becomes nerve after this massive accident, uh, she brings Shinji to the activation experiment uh, so that he can watch this bright future. Mm-hmm. And there is... I think there are two interpretations of this scene. One is that everyone around her didn't know what was about to happen to her. Mm-hmm. And she did. Mm-hmm. And she and she was showing Shinji that it was going to be okay because she knew exactly what she was going to do. That it's not an accident from her side. It is perceived as an accident from everyone else. But she... This accident happens. She disappears. Uh, and then... Uh, Gendo's grief process is extremely brief and he proposes, he proposes to seal uh, this human instrumentality project. So this thing that we've heard about the whole show Mm -hmm. is Gendo's idea and it happens right after his wife dies. And that is very important news for the rest of the series. There's, go go on please. I was no, going to say it. the 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 other bit of the other bit of character context we get, which is that, um, so her her last her, like her last words are like I want to show my child a bright future, some version of that, and then, uh, the uh the woman who, uh, is a is a uh, Ritsuko's mom. Uh, Ritsuko's mom is, um presented who's later presented as kind of like a, a romantic rival but she's like she talks about how she vanished from that earth the earth exactly as i wished so we're like definitely getting some sort of like you know oh she didn't like her yeah yeah no ritsuko's mom ritsuko's mom did not like yui 
Yes. Uh, and then feels sh- disgust and shame towards herself when she's like, oh, this is what I wanted, though. Yeah, exactly. Like, secretly, I wished something like this would happen. Yes. Um, four years after yeah, that. Yeah, such a horrible woman. In 2008, uh, Ritsuko arrives at uh, at Gahirin headquarters to help assisting her mom with the Magi su- supercomputers. Um, Ritsuko's hair is different. All right. Uh, or is that earlier? I can't remember when we find out that she's die- dyeing her hair this whole time. Like she's got like brown hair. Yeah, she's got brown hair, but I thought that was that was her mom. I her mom had the brown hair. No, Ritsuko has brown hair oh, when we okay. first meet her. Uh, and now like her character design is bright blonde hair with dark brown eyebrows mm. because she's mm. bleaching her hair all the time. Okay. Perhaps as an attempt to get attention. Uh, Maybe she's just trying to have it. more fun. Yeah, she's just trying to have more fun. <laughs> just, oh, the song says blondes have more fun. Yes. Therefore, I will concoct a plan to be blonde. <laughs> we, we definitely see her with the with the uh, blonde hair earlier in this episode, but also the chronology is so scrambled that I guess yeah, yeah this might be the, the first. Fir- yeah, the first time we see her, she's date. got brown hair. Yeah, okay. uh, and then she dyes it after that. Um, she. Catches her mom uh, making out with uh, Gendo, uh, which is a big, that's a big clusterfuck. There's a big reveal. She's peeping from a high angle, sort of looking down upon them. But also, he's definitely not into it. Not fully into it, yeah. She's like, you can't forget about your wife. And he's like, ugh. And then, uh, and then they kiss, and he's like not really paying attention. Yeah. And uh, to compl- Ritsuko- contemplate creating a god here. Come on, <laughs> yeah, stop kissing me. I'm busy. Uh, so now it's 2010, and Gendo shows up with Ray, the little blue-haired girl. Uh, and we know that um, earlier from one of these episodes, uh, Yui says something like, "If we're gonna." Name my if we're gonna have a son, we're gonna name him Shinji. If we're gonna have yes. a daughter, we're gonna name him Ray. Her Ray. Um, Might and, even be Shinji's womb memory where we get that. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and uh, Ritsuko's mom Naoko is like, "Fuck that little girl looks just like his dead wife." Yeah. Yes. Uh, looks her up in like paperwork, can't find any record of like where she's from or how she exists. Uh, and, uh, and is like really like, Oh, this is, this is a nightmare. Look at that little girl. Looks just like his dead wife. Yeah. I'd be confused. Uh, I'd be confused and alarmed. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think I'd care for it much either. If I'm being honest, it seems like a little too much. Yeah, that's not, nobody should do that. Not no. healthy. Whatever's happening, don't do it. Yeah. Nobody wants that. Like, even kid, if you, what? Even if you just found this, I think that's what you're about to say. Even if you just found yeah. this girl, maybe that's worse. Yeah. Maybe that's scarier. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If you're not involved in some way, it is scarier. <laughs> uh, we get a big character scene between uh, Noko and her daughter Ritsuko. Uh, they've finished making the supercomputers. She explains how it's the three aspects of herself. Uh, tells tells Ritsuko that uh, Misato and Kaji broke up. Misato moved to Germany to work on the in the German branch, which is where Asuka ends up uh, ends up being from. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, and 
Ritsuko says something about like, I, I don't understand relationships between men and women. Uh, like I don't like none of it computes to me because she's yes. so cold and detached, leaves her mom alone. And that's when little girl Ray comes in. And little girl Ray is like, um, Gendo's. Yeah, I know who you are. Gendo says you're the old hag. Yeah. That that old hag is always demanding shit. That old hag doesn't know what she's talking about. And you hear this echoing in Ritsuko's mom's mind. And she grabs little Ray by the throat and chokes the shit out of her. Yeah. yeah. It's, uh, it, 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 so it's teased out a little bit because she calls her an old hag at first. And at first yeah. it's like, oh, you know, kids can be so cruel. But then it's like, no, I'm repeating what my dad, your, who you think is your lover, is say, says about you in private. And so that's like the extra, like, just like insult to injury. I mean, that's just so fucking when you find out what someone says about you when you're not around. That's like those those are like the most vicious like insults that stay with you. But yeah, it, it, it should also be sta- said that Ray is in like full like Annabelle the doll mode. Like she's being like very scary <laughs> and like is, is like just standing there very still and is like but somehow is communicating more emotion than you've ever seen of her because it seems like she's being cruel on purpose. Yeah. Like she's being mean. Yeah. And uh when Ritsuko's mom chokes her, she says it doesn't matter if you die, you can always be replaced just mm-hmm. like me. Right. And then comes to her senses with this limp little girl in her arms and jumps off the balcony and kills herself on her own computer. And the sound of it is rough. Sounds like a gunshot. Yeah. So she doesn't see, I I guess I just, you know, watching this twice and I was ambiguous about it. I was unclear I I assumed that with the way that dialogue was and what you're seeing, like Ray's limp body pretty graphically despic- depicted that she did murder her. And then we're looking at, you know, that 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 that, that, that hey, that Ray can be replaced. But I don't yeah. know. I don't know. I mean, I know, but I don't know either. OK, oh, I, interesting. You know, I don't want to I, I don't want to say shit to you guys. Yeah, I, but that's I, I had a similar read. I had a similar thought, but, you know, mm. I guess Nick yeah. and I maybe are geniuses or something. I yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't I'm, know. I'm sure it Adam, does feel Eva, it does interesting coincidence. Yeah, yeah. it does feel twenty one episodes like, in. Interesting. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, also, by the way, I watched this uh, show while smoking a big pipe, like, a, like, <laughs> like Sherlock Holmes. <laughs> uh, so, um, uh, the seal restructures Gaheran into Nerve, and that is sort of the end of our flashback sequences. Uh, we're now in the present. Kaji uh, frees Fuyutsuki and is like, you got, they got everything they needed out of you. Yeah. Um, and uh, uh, Seal also now knows that, that Kaji is the one who delivered Adam to Gendo. Um, and Kaji expresses that he's just, he he wants to know the truth for his own, for his own sake. Like mm-hmm. he's no longer answering to anybody specifically. And um, Misato is also released. Uh, they ask her one more time if she knows where Kaji is. And she's like, I, I don't know. Um, then we see Kaji waiting for somebody uh, like at sunset. Mm-hmm. Clearly knows who the person is and goes, 
hey, you're late. And we hear a gunshot. And that is Kaji's death. Kaji is killed for what he's done by playing this double agent mm-hmm. and and getting too close to the fire. I suspect the cat lady from earlier. Yeah, the old lady, for yeah. sure. Um, this show is anti-hag. <laughs> the old hag did it. Yeah. Do we do we find out who did it, or is it just something we'll just never we just don't know? But we can uh, sort of infer that it's you know somebody. I, some I, I guess I'll just yeah. It's it's somebody. It's it is a person, and we never find out their identity. Okay. Mm. It's clearly somebody working for it. The, the for I one of the, the sides. Yeah. The ambiguity of the scene is is like it could have been anybody. Mm-hmm. He yeah. screwed over so many different factions yeah. that it doesn't really matter who killed Kaji. It's just that what he did killed him. Nick, you know? do you think it was Maggie Simpson? Um, that's who I have money on. So hopefully we'll get revealed. There's another season of this, right? Yeah. Heather's leaning back in her chair. I give up. <laughs> I I I entertained the thought, what if I just got up and walked away? Would they finish the episode and would it get released? <laughs> I think we would. I'd find you like wouldn't be good walking. We do like it. in the middle of like the two freeway. I was like, uh oh. <laughs> my last words are, "I can be replaced just like you." <laughs> what uh, an episode! Wait, yeah. wait, we're not oh. at my favorite part. Oh, this is oh my favorite yeah, it's not even part over. of the episode, which is that Misato gets back home to her apartment, and oh, there's yeah. this really well animated moment of just emoting, where she's like sitting at the table, realize like looks up realizes the answering machine message is blinking, like the light on her answering machine. And then like she breathes, presses play hesitantly. Mm -hmm. We hear this message from Kaji that he recorded at the beginning of the episode, which is if I ever get to see you again, I'll say the words I wasn't able to say eight years ago. Goodbye. And she cries at the table Mm -hmm. in such a, 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 an over animated way. Like there's no, we, she could have just slumped over, but she like grabs her side and is weeping and like pushes the table a little bit with like not being able to control her own body. And it's excellent. Like if, if it was acting and it is her voice acting is acting, but it's also the animation is acting so completely in concert in this moment. Yes. And then Shinji steps out, wants to comfort her, can't because he's too scared, and then sits in his room and says, I'm, I'm just a kid. And woof. Yeah. Wow. I definitely relate to Shinji avoiding interacting with someone uh, by just burying yourself in your headphones because that... I've done that at work before. <laughs> person's going through something. We'll just pretend I can't hear anything. Uh, we sort of do that every week. <laughs> <laughs> to our poor friend Heather. Uh, uh, there's also the in use, the in episode use of "Fly Me to the Moon" in here in this moment yeah. too. Little Calls piano, back to their kiss. Oh string, yeah. wow! Yeah. yeah. Fuck, that's not in the Netflix. That's no. just silent. Yeah. I only heard it when I watched it in the 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 uh, the, the oh version I torn. Oh my god! Yeah. I caught it on my what DVD. What a yeah. loss! Yeah. yeah, 
I've always, I haven't, look, full disclosure, I've never watched the Netflix version. Mm-hmm. Like, why would I? Yeah, yeah. You, got the, you got the goods. And yeah. knowing, knowing that they cut that, fu- oh, that's heartbreaking. It's great. It's such a great use of it. It's, I mean, it's obviously in parallel with the other in use of it, but it's like, it just, it's, a, what a button. Uh, this it's the what the kind of thing and it'll never happen because you know that's just the the if anything the these things will get tighter because corporations further throttle their their stranglehold over IP rights. But it this that it is it is for me like just a big case of we need some sort of reform to copyright. It just take it just yeah. like like the thing that 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 a song that was written so long ago is still not in the public domain that it's owned by like the songwriter's grandkids or whatever the fuck. Like their estate is like still who has the domain over this. Like how is that serving the public good? How does it how does it help anyone that J.R.R. Tolkien's, you know, grandkids are the ones who are profiting off of his work and deciding who and who like who can adapt it and who can't. You know what I mean? It's just just all, all this shit I just feel like is so Yeah. It, it's such a bummer. There there's a big cue in the the second episode, the one we're about to talk about <clears throat> that is does come from something that's public domain. And I was like I'm just imagine the world where this well-known song was still like being, you know, like like fucking uh whatever, you know, like box like your know, great 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 granddaughter was the ma- one managing the Bach estate and was deciding who could use Bach in various. I don't even know if it is fucking Bach, but like you know, what I mean, like that that sort of yeah. shit that exists. We we see such good exploitation and good usage of IP that is public domain, like like so many cool like vampire you know stories and and different takes on it, and you know uh, it takes on Dracula, the the obviously what which which created that. Um, uh, you know, different takes on on Greek and Roman mythology. You know, that like this, like like the society and 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 culture benefits from stuff being in the public domain and more people being able to offer their interpretations without having to spend money on it or without having to get the approval of some corporate overlord. Anyway, right. that's my rant, which just ties into how it sucks so bad when Fly Me to the Moon is absent in the Netflix <laughs> releases. I also I think that part of the way you could solve that problem mm-hmm. is if the the initial share of the profits from a great creative work went primarily to the artist. Sure. The part of the reason you need these like in perpetuity residuals is because there isn't there isn't a, a, a network or a net of like support for when somebody makes something instead. It's like, well, fucking the, 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 the amount of money that say somebody makes from creating a pop song that goes on Spotify is not livable. No. And that I feel like if we were all cavemen, like, and somebody brought a really good song to the fire and mm-hmm. sang the song, we'd give them fish. And we'd probably give them fish for like a couple of months. And they'd be yeah. like, oh, sing that song again. And they'd yeah. be like, yeah, okay, here it is. It's the story of the stars. Yeah. And we'd be like, man, this fucking song is so good here. Eat more of my fish. Yeah, I'm good at the fish part. It'd probably and- be more like Unga Bunga, uh, Fire Bad. Yeah, I mean... But that sounds like I'd I'd be into that. And I felt like I was on the verge of some kind of epiphany. <laughs> it's yeah, it's um 
borderline antagonistic what I'm doing, and I have no idea why I'm doing it. Uh, and uh, I would like to apologize to my friend. <laughs> your, your point is well taken, and that—that's you know, but that this is a that's a that in and of itself is a product that's of our recent age of the streaming yeah. age, which is just like yeah. you know you can't make money off of this stuff primarily now. If you're a musician, you have to make all your money off of off of live performance because you know the streaming pays absolutely uh, absolute dog shit. So yeah, there, there, there is, I mean, just like, that's, that's a, that's an even larger thing where just like when you get uh, all this, this, uh, this, this, uh, corporate intervention, uh, in, in creative works, it just like dilutes who's actually being compensated in terms of like the, the, the creators of this content that everyone likes. Um, yeah, it's a, yeah, yeah. Hey, if you, if you write a screenplay and that gets produced as a movie, you don't own the copyright to that screenplay as an individual. The studio owns the copyright to that screenplay, the thing that you wrote. So it's like that's there. There's there's all sorts of shit like that that exists. It's it's bleak. What we've made is bleak. It's a bleak world. But um, but but the but me that's all all that is is I think us saying just in support of if you're watching these, try to track down the fly me to your moon to the moon versions because it's it it, it helps. Uh, it, it it really enhances the viewing experience. Yeah. It's on purpose. Yeah. Uh, so uh, episode 22, which is uh, the two titles are at least be human and then don't be uh, have a ton of changes. When I was watching, wow. when I Ooh. first saw the director's cut uh, after watching the original version for years, mm-hmm. um, I was startled by how how much of wow. this episode was changed. And it's not changed in that, like, things are removed. It is so much more stuff is thrown into this specific episode. Mm. Uh, the cold open where uh, Asuka and Kaji are interacting on the aircraft carrier, that's new. Come on. Uh, and then there is, what? Come on. No, that's just, like that's such an important scene. It's yeah. important. Yeah, yeah. Super important. And then there is a, a huge list of things that are changed or added in her uh, sort of mind interrogation sequence with the angel, so much so that I don't feel like going through all of the changes. Um, wow. mm. But there's like a ton of of micro changes throughout that sequence that clarify or uh, antagonize Asuka more. Um, and then we also... There's a moment towards the end where uh, Ray pulls the 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 spear or lance of uh, how do you spear guys say Longinus? I say Longinus, but I don't think that's the proper English. That the, there's a priest on TikTok that I've mentioned on this show before. He says it a totally different way. So I really? don't know. I've, how does he yeah. say it? Longinus. 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 Mm. Uh, so Sounds I'm gonna say Longinus because that's how they say it in the show. Um, Longinus. I, I, I was thinking. I was thinking longitude. So I was like, oh, Longinus. Well, this but is Longinus. A, so the spear is a reference to the Roman, uh, and I know this because I was uh, brainwashed by Christianity when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Uh, there is the when Christ is on the cross after he dies, a Roman centurion named Longinus. Mm-hmm. Uh, goes up to him with a spear and stabs him in the side to check and see if Christ is dead. And in the uh, mythology of Evangelion, this weapon is now very large. 
and is being used to prevent some sort of growth or change in uh, the giant underneath nerve headquarters. And when Ray pulls it out of that beast, who is also crucified, it develops enormous legs. Yes. In a really gross moment of animation. Yeah, really nat- like bubbly, sort of like yeah. skin. Yeah. It's awesome, um, though. But yeah, it's, it's, oh, it's, yeah, it's really awesome. cool, but it, it sucks to look at. <laughs> but that's th- those are like some of the litany of changes made to this episode, which is also significantly longer than its original broadcast version. Yeah. Um, but that scene that you mentioned earlier, Nick, let's try and get through this, uh, yes. all this stuff in our, in our, what are becoming rapidly becoming double episodes of, of get animated. <laughs> there's good stuff. There's, it's, there's a lot to so much. These, these are, last, these these are dense long episodes. Yes. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, so yeah, Asuka yeah. and, and Kaji are, this is a flashback that we learned. Yeah. They're in Germany. Yeah. And uh, Kaji, Asuka is, um, is like trying to get Kaji's attention, sexual attention. And he's like, you're a kid. Leave me alone. And yeah. she like tears open her dress and is like, look at me. I'm an adult. And it's Asuka's desperate, desperate desire to get out of childhood because she fucking hates being a kid so much. Yes. Uh, a little bit of trivia about that scene is that it originally was in a doujinshi, which is like a, a, a like a an unofficial sort of comic, and it was then incorporated into the canon of Evangelion. That's wow. like that was like a like a secondary scene. I don't remember who created or authored it, but it was then made canonical in this moment in this scene. Um, which is also funny, because it's like. Can you imagine like drawing a fan comic that was just character development? Yeah, like you're no, like, oh, yes. I, I really want, I really want to get into more of the psychology of 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 Iron Man. So I'm just gonna spend my time drawing a sequence where he's like talking to somebody. Um, that that would be like if they added a uh, pregnant Shrek into Shrek, <laughs> like he's pregnant with Sonic's baby. <laughs> <laughs> it would just like never happen. Um. So, uh, we find out Asuka's backstory, uh, and... By the way, no, no intro for this episode. None. Yeah. No. Just, just an Evangelion card. Yeah. No song. Uh, which is great, because this episode is so fucking grim that mm-hmm. maybe the song provides the wrong tone, <laughs> uh, the yeah. wrong entry point for, uh, for Asuka's deconstruction. Uh, and remember, this is a this is a character we fucking hate. When we first meet Asuka, it, she is annoying and mm-hmm. cloying and performative mm. and standing on top of her Eva and being like, I'm the real pilot. Nobody can compare to me. And in the end of this episode, if you don't feel something for this character, something's fucked up in you because you it's it's when we meet people and we don't like them, we never, ever know their context. Yes. And this is like every piece of context for Asuka in a half hour. And at the end of it, you're like, no fucking wonder this poor girl is like this. Like, there, Especially given that and we were talking about the way the 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 audience being cued to dislike her, especially considering like what I assume the audience for anime would have been in the 90s in primarily in Japan, which, you know, would have been would have been young men. And so like you've got like a you've got like an aggro a uh, female character that I think that that audience is going to be naturally 
uh, uh you know be cued to 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 dis to, to dislike and to distrust and yeah so that 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 it's it's a it's a remarkable work of empathetic uh a, a characterization here the backstory just the the plot backstory of asuka mm-hmm. is shown to us which is that her mom did a contact experiment similar to shinji's mom came out something went wrong she comes out a shell of her former self, like a deeply broken person who now believes that her, a doll is her daughter Mm -hmm. and won't even connect with, or or, like she won't bridge any sort of emotion, emotional moment with her actual daughter. Uh, Her mother kills herself, hangs herself in a, in a, in a hospital room and Oscar doesn't cry at her funeral because she's like, I'm, I, I take care of myself now. Like she's already tired of being a kid as like a six year old is like, yes. I'm done with this. I, I got, I've got me. Nobody else has my back. I um, up so fast, but we, <laughs> but all of these things are happening in Oscar's mind in the present while she's remembering these things and it is making it, almost impossible for her to synchronize with her Evangelion because she has all of this mental fog and like unaddressed trauma that is preventing her from like, if the Evas are a metaphor for life, it's preventing her from being able to live. Yeah. Um, she, uh, she, we also get to, uh, that, that, uh, her mom's name is Zeppelin, which is interesting. Yeah. It's pretty good. Sorry. Kyoko Zeppelin. It's pretty, I good. know a Zeppelin is named after a, like a guy. So it's like it's a name. It's not called not like calling her Soryu Kyoko Blimp, but it is. <laughs> it's still very evocative. Um, uh, Misato uh, meets up with Huga, the the dude who's got all the awkward interact yeah. <laughs> interactions with her. The the me in the show, uh, <laughs> and uh, and he reveals that Evangelion's five through thirteen have begun construction. Something big is going to happen. Maybe they're going to be like attacking multiple angels at once. Something's going on behind the scenes and they don't know what it is. Um, We get back to Asuka and she's trying to call Kaji, whose uh, number is out of service. Uh, Then we see character, like, okay, Asuka's relationship to Shinji is one of a desire for connection, a crush, mm-hmm. love, whatever you want to say. Like all of her performative ways of getting into Shinji's orbit by being like, I'll kiss you. I don't give a shit. Let's kiss. Yeah. Or like all of these things are like Asuka's attempts of becoming vulnerable in the only ways she's capable of expressing. So it's heartbreaking for her when she sees Shinji and Ray fucking chatting on the on the. Yes. On the train platform. Like an echo of Shinji seeing Rei and Gendo talking on uh, on the mm, Eva platform mm-hmm, right. episodes yeah. earlier. Like the desire to t- connect with somebody and if they can connect with Rei, then how come they can't connect with me? Right. Like Rei's a fucking brick wall. Um, uh, we get a scene where... Uh, what? Where they're all going to, everybody who lives in the Misato household is all going to have a meal. Uh, Asuka gets a phone call 
and it's her stepmom in Germany and she just launches into German, which in the Japanese dub is a um, is a really charming uh, Japanese pronunciation of German words. Yes. Mm. Um, it's great. Uh, she hangs up. Um, and uh, I like I like that Shinji is the one who answers the phone just like so dutifully and politely and she like gets yeah. mad at her for at him for doing it. Uh, and yeah. then there, there's also like a bit and it's translated differently. And it's uh, it's it's one of those ones where I feel like the I, I don't know, it, it's translated differently. I don't know which is which is closer to correct. But like in the Netflix one, it's it's a version of like um, when she's speaking German, she seems like a different person. And and that's Shinji talking about Asuka on the phone. And in the uh, the the uh, other uh, the, the the DVD rip I watched, it's uh, when she's speaking a different language, it's like she's a stranger, yes. which to me is more poetic and also seems to be like I feel like that's closer to the text, but I have no idea. The so I think the Netflix translation was overseen by uh, the the original team at uh, of Eva Creators. Got it. Uh, part of the problem with that, though, is that there is, I think, a loss of eloquence in the translation. It is very direct. And I don't know, because I'm not fluent in Japanese, I don't mm -hmm. know how much of that original dialogue is that direct. Like, it could be a very clinical script that I've always interpreted through the poetry, the the, the more uh, open interpretation of language that's in the ADV translation. Um but it's it it is colder throughout. Yeah. Uh, and I don't know again if that's if that's a miss miss translation. Does that make sense? Makes total mm. sense. And also, it's it's the kind of thing of like maybe you know just like just like different words, even if you translate them directly, have different meanings. So even if yeah. this is closer to what the original you know, Japanese text, this exact same point you're making. It, it may, it may evoke a different thing in, in yeah. the original language. The moment that follows this phone call is, I think, an admission of Asuka's desire for intimacy with Shinji. Because 100%. She starts, she starts just being like, you know, the truth is I don't really like that woman, but I don't hate her. And I, and I, I don't. And then she realizes that she's opening up to Shinji, screams at him for it. And, and, that escalates throughout the night. Like she gets worse and worse and more and more angry. Um, and, the, and, and then the next day she's synchronizing even less with her Evangelion because she can't bridge the gap between her and other people. Yeah. Um, doesn't want to use the same tub water. Doesn't want to sit in the same toilet. Doesn't want to, I mean, I don't want to yeah. sit in the same toilet as someone else. Like I get that. Doesn't want to breathe the same air as stupid Shinji. Yeah. All that. Yeah. yeah. And she goes as far as to say that she like hates, she hates mom. She hates dad. She hates Masato. She hates Shinji. She hates everybody. Yeah. She's mad. Yeah. She's pissed off. Yeah. And uh, after her activation test fails, Ritsuko and Masato meet up and they, they entertain the uh, possibility that they're going to need to try and find a different core for Evangelion 2. So this is the first time I think in the show where somebody has said, not pilot, but we're going to have to find a different core for the unit, mm. uh, which would then maybe allow us to get a different pilot. And Ritsuko sort of antagonizes Misato and is like, looks like your little, your game of house is coming to an end. Yeah. And, Ritsu and Misato fires back like, 
that that's pretty rich coming from somebody who's got a bunch of fucking cats in their apartment. Yes. Yeah. Which and I found they, rude. Direct shot yeah. at Matt. Yeah, absolutely nice, rude. Awful. <laughs> but uh, they're not in, they're not on good terms right now, these two. These no, two have everything's been fighting. Falling, yeah, they're falling apart. Yeah. Um Asuka is uh uh, in a bathroom, struggling with period pains, uh, hates kids so much that she doesn't want kids, mm-hmm. like hates being a kid so much that she doesn't want to have children. Mm-hmm. Um, and then has she runs into Ray, takes the fu- like draws her breath, gets into the elevator and we get like a fucking two minute cut of the two of them standing in absolute silence yeah, in the brutal. fucking elevator. <laughs> I love it. Oh man. Uh which is realistic. And also I've never seen anything like it in a in a show. Really like, cool pe- shot. People talk about like, oh, they're they're losing, they don't, they're running out of money. It's like there's different ways to save money on this show. You could do mm-hmm. another flashback episode that pre- reuses all animation from previous episodes. You could yeah. there's tons of ways to it's the the audacity of being like, "No, you know what? I want to do two things that solve both problems. One is maybe we are running out of budget. Uh and we need to uh, make sure that our animation budget is dedicated to other things. But the other is the the directorial audacity to make the audience stare at two people and feel how uncomfortable they are by you yourself getting uncomfortable watching the thing and being like, yeah. is something wrong? Is what's happening here? Uh, um, the silence is finally broken by Ray. Yeah, by Ray. Uh, Ray Ray says the Eva the Eva won't work unless you open your heart. Yeah, and Oscar's like. The fuck are you talking about, you, you piece of shit? You're yeah. like a doll. What are you? What? You're talking to me? She says something like, "Oh, when when Ray starts pitying me, then I know I've hit rock bottom." Yes, yeah. she goes um, into full like Don Rickles mode on her. It's like really crazy. <laughs> uh, and uh, uh, when she, she she's like, "I'm not a doll. I'm not a puppet." Uh. She's like, yeah, you are. You would, you'd die if Gendo told you to go die. You'd fucking do it. And she goes, yeah, I would. Yeah. And Asuka hauls off and slaps her in the face mm-hmm. and then says, I hate you. I hate fucking everyone. Woof. The, the slaps on the show are the, good. We're not even at the action of this episode. We're no. not even at the thing. You get a you get a scene at, at school where the kids are like, man, nobody's showing up anymore because it's getting so serious over at Nerf. Uh, you get a scene with Asuka where she's talking to the Eva and she's like, you you listen to me, you piece of shit. Uh, you're my doll. You mm-hmm. I control you. Don't right. fight back. Do whatever I want. And then the next angel appears. Um, Asuka sorties herself. You know, they're going to launch Ray because her sync ratio has been so shitty. Uh, But she's like, no, 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 I'm going to I'm going to do it myself. They're still not sending out the purple Eva for anything because it's the last time they did it. Eight. It ate an angel. Yes. uh, And then tried to absorb Shinji. They're like, let's keep it on ice. (laughs) (laughs) Um, The. Angel is in orbit. 
and it's not coming down like the one that dropped itself. And it looks like wings. It's like almost the most angelic of all of the angels so far. It kind of appears as an angel. And then Oscar tries to shoot it, can't, and a beam of light hits her Eva. And then music starts playing. It's got to suck to be on like the anti-evil or anti-angel squad because there's always something new. It's not yeah. like okay, hey, we we we're you know we take that like hey, there's there's bears, bears are coming. And we're like okay, well we know how to handle a bear, you know, you just keep your day, you gotta you gotta gun it down from distance. It's like oh no, yeah, no, this bear has bat wings, so just be ready. We got a bear with bat wings, yeah, and then you figure out how to catch that guy with a big net, and it's like yeah, the yeah, oh well, the next bear, uh, he uh he breathes fire, and uh, his body is a uh, non corporeal. So yeah. you got a ghost bear with a flaming breath, so just look out for that. <laughs> it's always something new. This guy's in orbit. He's got yeah, a psycho in- weapon. But I oh, oh what? I was gonna say sometimes when you go to work, you do kind of want to mix it up a little bit. You can get stuck in a routine and that's not really fun. It's nice to sure. kind of come into work, be presented with a new challenge, use your brain in a different way. That would that would probably be the fun part of working at Nerve. <laughs> Never a dull day. <laughs> so as this I'd like to believe that the the uh, the piece of music that is blast the religious themed piece of music that's blasting out during the episode is something that everybody can hear. It's never said. <laughs> yeah, that's what I, I thought I'd, too. Yeah, yeah, I'd like to believe that that's what's happening. It's a, it's not for the audience. It is that the light is making the sound. Um, now, uh, in different translations of this moment Asuka is either and this is a a trigger warning for a word uh, in the oldest translation that I remember watching she's asking the angel not to rape her mind yes Uh, there's another translation that says don't defile my mind Mm -hmm. and then there's one I think that says don't corrupt my mind Um, what's happening is a non-consensual like interrogation of Asuka's memories via the angel. The angel is going through her past, uh, which continues this trajectory of the angels trying harder and harder to either communicate with or connect with or, or deconstruct what a person is. Uh, And through the angel, we see Asuka remembering her mother going uh, insane, committing suicide, uh, her relationship with her dad, tearing up the the doll that represents her. Uh, she, um, you hear her say to her mom before her mom dies, "Please don't forget who I am. I I I would die for you if you would just remember that I'm your daughter." Um, which is heartbreaking. Yeah, really hard. Uh, hard stuff yeah. in this one. There's a hard, a ton of hard, hard, hard stuff in this episode. Like really tragic, awful stuff. Um, you, uh, you see in an, a new shot from the director's cut, Asuka wandering through a set of railroad tracks. Um, she is begging for Kaji to save her. Uh, she experiences rejection from Kaji in her memory as he says she's just a kid. Uh, She lashes out at her memories of Shinji 
uh, and and is mad at him because she's shown all this interest. And why won't he show any interest back um, that Shinji's never held her or 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 will help her? Um, She just wants people to recognize that she exists because her mom didn't. And she can't admit that. Uh, We see her in an abandoned playground and the angel appears to her in a form of her younger self and interrogates her, asks her if she's lonely, uh, asks her why, you know, why she doesn't want to be a child anymore. And she says, it's because I don't need anybody. Um, and the age and the angel says, but you're lying. Uh, and, uh, in the Eva, she is a broken young woman and, uh, is just like wishing to die. Yeah. Or wishing for Kaji to save her. Um, there's a moment where like, she's, she's so desperate for Shinji to come help in her regular life and doesn't ever know that Shinji is begging his father to let him out so he can save her, which is also fucking great. Cause he's been put on like leave basically because of the last time. Yeah. Uh, And he's like, let me in, put me in coach. And they're like, no. Yeah. And instead Gendo's Gendo tells Ray, Hey, go get that Lance out of that thing in the basement, uh, which services his ends like he sees an opportunity to do something that will help him later. And instead of sending out his own son to save one of the pilots, instead is like, Hey, Ray, why? Uh, huh? We need to, we need to get through that door. Huh? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe you should go steal those keys. Like <laughs> instead. And while the other guy's like, I can kick down the door. He's like, no, 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 no. Why don't you go steal the keys? Yeah. Um, so, uh, Ray, takes the lance and fuck it's so cool it's launches launches the lance like throws it through into space uh where it uh just decimates the angel uh goes to the at field fucking like seems to shift into a different gear as a spear like kind of like like powers up uh, warms up a little bit and then goes through and just obliterates the fucker yeah, and then is in orbit around the moon. Like, yeah. Ray threw it so hard it, it got into lunar orbit. <laughs> uh, and we catch up with Ray or with Shinji and Asuka, and she's in this, like, temporary quarantine because they don't know what the angel did to her, and he's like, I'm, Shinji's like, I, I'm glad you're okay. And she's like, She's not okay. Fuck you. Being saved by Ray is the worst humiliation I can imagine. Yeah. And she talk and she screams that she hates everybody. Fly me to the moon. She'd rather be dead. Yeah. yeah. Two rough um, ones. <laughs> like these two were grim. Yeah, grim. Sadder episodes than I mean, they're all kind of baseline sad. <laughs> but this, but so these is two life. Were, yeah, yeah, exactly. That's true. That's Life true. Sometimes, like sometimes you dance like you want to win. Sometimes yes. you face unaddressed childhood traumas. Yeah. <laughs> and, and that's the experience uh, uh, of being that alive. Is. That is. Uh, Some, sometimes, sometimes you're like, you, you land a fucking awesome jump at a track meet. 
Sometimes you deal with endless bureaucracy at the DMV while you're just trying to be able to drive your car. Yeah, yes. Oh, man. Uh, can we listen to the, the credits music or the, the, the remix of Fly Me to the Moon from this one real quick? Um, I, I have love it, that. I have it up. It's like another one where it's just like because Heather, Heather started singing along with it. And it's like, yeah, it's such a it's such a break from the emotional beat of the previous scene. So here's what you're hearing. <laughs> yeah. Nice little hotel lobby music. Hatred, hatred, hatred. Rather be dead than alive. <laughs> um, so the other thing that happens is that the the we haven't uh, the the preview for this episode the next time on is Spoiler City. And I don't know if it's saying exactly what's going to happen in the next one, but it, it if, if that's if that I haven't watched it yet. But it it if it is what happens, it just says like here's the full plot of the next episode. Fucking get ready for this shit. It's gonna be gnarly. Yeah, I think I do think it spoils the next episode. <laughs> Very funny choice. <laughs> All right. People uh, would be so mad these days if you did that. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's like, like I can see why you would do that. Yeah, that's like the greatest selling point of all time. Like, look at all this crazy stuff that happens next week. Like, oh, shit. Great. That sounds awesome. I'll go see that. <laughs> yeah. Hank finds out that Walter White is actually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> While shooting. Yeah. I have sort of like a big question. Um, and okay. I don't know if it's like. Why? Why do we exist? <laughs> why? Do, well, yeah. What is time and our relationship to it? Um, no, yeah. it's like because of that spear. It's yeah. a sp- or the lance, right? The lance and that lance having uh, that having like an actual like significance in the Bible and mm-hmm. stuff is like is all that shit real in this world? Like in Evangelion, like well, because why do they had it? How do they have it? And it's the same thing. There, so if you can't answer, it, you can't answer it. Here's my interpretation. Mm-hmm. There's. There's interviews that have been done with uh, uh, Hideaki Anno where he just says he chose the religious Christian iconography because it looked cool. Yeah. But there's no fucking way that that can be absolutely true because if you have any any knowledge of Christian mythology, Mm -hmm. the shit works like you don't have to use certain angels to represent certain things mm-hmm. unless you are employing them as opposed to just like referencing them, you know? Yeah. Like I, I, I think that I, I, I don't know if it, if it was defensive to say that, uh, you know, it doesn't mean anything. It just looks cool. But like if, for example, if you listen to that, that, that priest, on TikTok, deconstruct the meaning of all of these angels. Mm-hmm. He's on point over and over and over again, having not seen the show. And that cannot be coincidence. No. It has to, to me, it has to be like this, even if it was just a, a surface reading of what the Lance means or was supposed to do, the way that you would use it to pierce a God means something. Yes. Like, you know, 
Um, so I would say that what Eva does is it takes Christian mythology and crafts its own mythology, sure. not unlike, say, ancient aliens or something would do mm-hmm. to be like to be able to justify uh, the stories of like ancient peoples. Right. Interesting. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And I think it's like, hey, you've heard of, about Adam. And let's say that like ancient aliens, Adam was a real thing. It was a real being. And from Adam was beget Eve. But Eve is a totally like it, it's it's not accidental. Like all of the languages is on purpose. Right. I think. Um, but I also know that, you know, you can toss chicken bones in a pile and, and tell the future. Like you can you can read into something as much as you want. Right. Tarot cards are are an example of like, oh, here's the story of my day by mm-hmm. just laying out mm-hmm. these cards in random order. And and people project meaning onto stuff that doesn't have it. Um, I just find that hard to believe in the case of Eva because it's so... It's so specific, yeah. It's specific and poetic. Well, well, to get at what Matt was asking, though, I don't think that necessitates like yes it's obviously i I think there's there's clear intent and clear you know connections between uh the source and uh this interpretation of it but that doesn't necessarily mean in the world of eva that there was a garden of eden with a yeah (laughs) that that the messiah was was jesus christ son of god and now exists as part of the holy trinity like like it it more just could be that that could could be what informs their own mythos yeah that's interesting because yeah because like i I feel like maybe i heard this wrong or like i i miss like read the subtitle but in i think in 21 they were like we have the dead sea scrolls i was like okay so not just talking about it anymore they actually have the scrolls that are they're talking about in this fucking thing what else is like i was like what else do they have do they got the fucking (laughs) they got it Jesus' cross, too? What, they got his little caves tucked away yeah. over in Tokyo 3? What's going it's, on? It's almost like, I, I liken it to the Indiana Jones there you go. use mm. of Christianity, where it's yes. like, the ark exists, and it has power. And you know how they say you shouldn't look at it in the Bible? That's because it melts your face off. Yes. Like, that's, that's it's like the Bible is, the Bible is an interpretation of this, of this truth that Evangelion is also telling yeah like it's like oh man you know how they talk about how angels have like eyes all over their bodies and wheels what if that shit's <laughs> referencing an actual creature okay and it okay. came back yeah that makes yeah. sense it, it it makes it i mean it just takes like a context or whatever and yeah. then it makes it seem cool like, i was like that's cool like i don't know like that's yeah. like, such a cool neat way to uh you know you have all your answers, sort yeah. of. If you're if you're somebody writing a show, you're sort of like, I'll yeah. just do that. <laughs> I'll yeah. just make it this instead. Yeah, uh, that's yeah. Great. Every angel looks different than the last. What a great creative note. Let's use it. Yeah, yeah, great. Yeah, they're all different. <laughs> they're all kind of fucked up. Great, great. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, that's it for episodes twenty one and twenty two of Neon Genesis Evangelion. Next week we'll be doing twenty three and twenty four. Um. Holy shit, guys. I, I mean, like... We're getting close we're, here. This is where we're yet. real we're close. Done. We're real close. Guys, you you know what? You got anime. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Bye.